0: Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to a bonus episode. Very exciting with um, a very special guest, Rebecca. Woo! <laughs>
1: Rebecca, a little bit about is. yourself, Rebecca. Um, I'm Rebecca. <laughs> I'm Rebecca. Um, I know these people from... <laughs> I know these people vaguely,
2: Yeah, they're paying me. I met them, I met them maybe
1: ten minutes ago, and excited to do the episode. you guys, we her up off the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so Rebecca,
2: like, listens to Taylor Swift sometimes, kind of. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah, Rebecca we don't Swift know, too. we wouldn't know,
0: we've never met her, really. Okay, so on a real note, Rebecca's been our friend for a very, very long time. <laughs> loves Taylor Swift a very lot and we asked her to be on the Vault tracks a very lot a very much a very much a very much lot (laughs) and we asked her to be on this episode because we thought that introducing another Swiftie to the conversation would be fun yes and maybe this would diffuse the
2: aggressiveness between you are being (laughs) so aggressive today so you know
0: what I have the right to be aggressive when y'all are like you suck so I don't think we're just gonna read the rankings because that's a lot it's a mouthful it's eight times four that's like math and that's 32. you just introduced the math into this conversation (laughs) we can just read our rankings we can read our rankings and i think we should just go in order for this
2: yeah okay okay so we did rank the vault tracks and we did not include all Too Well" to minute version because it just throws the whole thing off balance it's like an outlier okay yeah yeah so we ranked the other eight vault tracks um i guess i'll start my rankings of the tracks are nothing new forever winter i bet you think about me run message in a bottle better man the very first night and babe
0: um my rankings are nothing new forever winter babe i bet you think about me run the very first night message in a bottle and better man My rankings are Nothing New, The Very First Night, I Bet You Think About Me, Run,
1: Message in a Bottle, Better Man, Forever Winter, and Babe. Mine are Nothing New, The Very First Night, I Bet You Think About Me, Message in a Bottle, Better Man, Forever Winter, Run, and Babe. Okay,
2: let's start with Better Man. That's the first vault track.
1: So, Better Man is kind of a fake vault track. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start
0: with Babe, because it's um, a song by Little Big Town that Taylor wrote, and she included um, on her version of Red. And, you know, I didn't feel. I liked that it was Taylor singing, but we've also already heard Taylor singing this because she performed it live. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't really that much of a surprise because when she sang it, she already had a super mature voice and I knew the lyrics because they exist. This song existed already in the scheme of, grand scheme of things.
2: So, I mean. I do like that it has um, a bit more of a country. Country sound than some of the other songs, and it you know reminds you that Taylor can sing country. <laughs>
0: yeah, because right is a transition to pop, and you know we still have that little nice country. the country roots,
1: the country gal roots. So when I I listened to this first with my sister, and she said it sounded like another song she knew, and so today she found out it's because of Little Big Town. <laughs> So then I thought, oh, yeah, this sounds like Pewter Pan by Kelsey Ballerini. The part, no, no, only the part was like, oh, and I just miss you, and I just wish you. And so it just relates to her country point.
2: <laughs> Good job, Rebecca. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, go, Rebecca. It really sounds like another song. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> does sound familiar. It's just like
0: better music. <laughs> so. Who would have thought? <laughs> Is it a cover? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let us move on to Nothing New, otherwise known as the best vault track featuring Phoebe Bridges.
0: So, Taylor and Phoebe, just a world
2: of death and depression (laughs) and murders and and, therapy. And therapy, no, for sure. I like that we all agree that this is at the top.
0: Yeah, there's just so many good elements about this song. Oh, i think i was literally in the middle of the sentence, sentence. I you yes i really was i i think that even if phoebe wasn't featured this would still be my number one because of the writing is just so moving i agree i think that it just dives into an emotion that the rest of the album doesn't and a lot of songs don't dare to say and i think that it's stated in a very beautiful way. And Taylor loves to compare things to colors. And if I had to compare Phoebe's voice to color, it would be the color gray. (laughs) No, Phoebe really adds to this. Yes, Phoebe just adds such a good, um, she just brings her aura to the song, which it just adds so many different layers of depth. And the whole theme that Taylor is, you know, narrating in this song, it's just made so much better with Phoebe's, emotions and whatever however phoebe connects to the song she just brings that and we just
2: get this whole experience where both of them are telling like parallel stories and it's my favorite thing that they're each huge fans of each other yes and exactly. that they're all in a song together and they can just good. mix their two crafts in such an amazing way
0: also the age difference okay first of all phoebe has broken the curse of taylor making her female features background singers yes, mm-hmm. as she She's should good. and second the age difference between taylor and phoebe would make when taylor was 22 phoebe would be 17 right i think anyway 17 or 18 something like that and how can you a know, person know everything so, at 18 and some of at these 22, so good. right yes. and so think about taylor writing it when she was 22 and saying in the bridge someday i'm going to meet her like the kind of radiance you only have at 17 and having phoebe be an artist who at 17 is writing and making music in high school and having all these hopes and dreams and taylor's already fallen from that high hope and i feel like that's kind of fun but now they're both not fun yeah like it's interesting to think about and now they're both at a point in their lives where you know they're not the next big thing anymore they're just artists that people think because they they are the moment yeah icons they are timeless to us but You know, you have to think about the fact that once you stop making these crazy hits for the masses, people are going to start saying you're irrelevant and people are going to say things that if you care about that, it's going to hurt when you're no longer what everyone has their eyes on yeah and i know that this was before folklore but then as soon as i heard the how can a person know everything at 18 but nothing at 22 i immediately like connected it to the whole betty, betty james yeah the,
1: i'm always 17 uh, i don't know anything and that like moment of
0: connection was just so like it was just amazing for me just that experience as a listener and getting to and I think that's just the case with a lot of Taylor songs. Getting to connect them between different universes of her eras is just so exciting. Exactly. And that's what just... It instantly clicked. I instantly know, like, oh, this is going to be number one on my vault rankings. Me too. All right. Now, that being said, we're going to move on to Babe, the other fake snake fall track. <laughs> uh, Sophia and her <laughs> random judgment. These ball d- tracks are making me enter my
2: reputation era. You know, I think... Anisha should start this conversation <laughs> since she clearly, by our rankings, like it, likes it the most. What about
0: your Promises Promises? Well, I promise it, promise it, that I will always be last.
2: I promise it, promise it, you're a loser.
0: <laughs> okay? No, this song is just so, so good, okay? I don't even know how to explain it, but this is another one of those songs that's just really high because the first time I listened to it, I was like,
1: oh my god, this song is so good. <laughs> i have to disagree with that. No, I, I just, when I listened to it... I didn't hit no this one was just like
0: the intro and then the what about your promises promises that intro and then that coming in and weaving throughout the song in and out over top of the verses and the chorus. that is
2: just so good to me i do really like the that what about your promises promises part the really only thing i have against the song is the chorus
1: that's that's why i wrote down i was like i don't really like
2: the chorus because not even the fact that the word babe is like not my favorite word either whoa whoa whoa
0: every victoria is the one who uses the word babe the most out of all of us (laughs) in her text this
2: i was not the one who brought that into our text chain that was i was not the first no 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 sophia started that
0: please update
1: your yeah
0: sophia started that but then victoria uses it in every sentence so don't lie pause pause calm this down and we can restate that in a way that the masses will understand so Victoria is saying that she does not like babe in songs. However, Anusha is countering and she's like, Well, listen, you tell us, you, she says babe in a condescending way to us every day. Like, at least every day. She's like, Babe, three are you times kidding? a day. Like, she texts us and she's like, Babe, why aren't your rankings in? Uh, violation Violation. that's a violation of my human rights she's like she's like why haven't you scheduled your life up for the next four weeks babe (laughs) (laughs) no that is a different conversation that we're definitely going to be cutting out of this episode (laughs) no but it's just like the whole and actually that's actually a good kind of pullback into the song the way that babe is used in the song and i actually like the moment I saw the title Babe, like when she posted the track list, I was like, oh, like, "Mm, babe, like, that's an interesting (laughs) title for a song. Like, babe, I don't know if I like that. And then I listened to it. And then like, I feel like she uses Babe in like several different ways in this song. It's like, you really blew this, babe. We ain't getting through this one, babe. It's like, used is not what it's like intended to be. She just Brings so many different emotions with that one word. And then, this is the last time I'll ever call you, babe. I love, I think it, love does that. Does the part. comma mean she's like, this is the last time I'll ever call you, period? Or is it the last time I'll ever, and like using babe as a mockery? Yeah. It, like, last time I'll ever call you the word babe? This is the last time I'll ever call you? It's both. Babe. <laughs> or this is the last time I'll ever call you, babe. Like, that is so fun. It's just a fun song. And I don't know. I just love the What about your promises promises part so much. But this song again has it already existed in the universe. So well, I, why I, do why should it s- move down in my ring just cuz it already No, existed? no, no. It's but the it, thing it's is, is that had a you knew that feature. On it.
2: You knew that and we didn't. So it's just you approach the song differently than
0: that's true but also at the same time why should it move down in your rankings just because it already it doesn't i just don't like it as much that's not the reason but anyways you pass. mentioned you, you mentioned that it didn't exist at least four times
2: that it already it already existed at least yeah. four times <laughs> because, no <laughs> but i know. just like, if, if like, i did already exist i feel like i would just go into it with a different mindset right but that just can't be your reason for putting it last but oh already, yeah it already existed
0: it wasn't my no. reason it's just that i already knew what i was gonna sound like in a way kind of you know Because Taylor does everything in her very own way. But no, I just just... knew that she probably was hiding some other great (laughs) gems in there. And I didn't like Babe as much because there were other songs that stood out to me more.
2: I do like the verse and the pre-chorus of the song. But when you get to the chorus and when she says Babe. And am kind of just like there's like nothing there. She's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, disagree. Yeah, yeah. I think the production is just done really well. I
1: like the instrumental well. Like yeah,
0: like the production is just done really well. And then the vocal layering is done really well. It was just a really good song to me overall. It just it was just one that I thought was just really put together. And it was yeah, just I mean it was very solid I agree for with me. you on that. I just think that lyrically she has more to offer in the other vault tracks. I agree. So Speaking of the other ball tracks, let's move on um to Message in a Bottle that is next. I feel like Rebecca should start because she was like talking about it to me when we were. So Rebecca and I were kind of listening to stuff together during lunch the day after it released. So and she had a lot to say about this song. So I feel like she should. Did I? It. <laughs> no, you did. You so did I thought
1: it. this. So this is kind of the album where one. she was starting to transition to pop. So I thought this was a really nice pop song. But again, other artists probably could have sang this and it still could have been a hit.
0: I feel like that's a good point right. to bring up. Yeah,
1: it's still like it's still it's like less good. It's a still good. song, right? Yeah,
0: and it's- a lot of people immediately really, really like the song, and it's understandable. It's super catchy, and it's like super upbeat, and it's just a good pop song. But at the same time, when you truly like listen to the other stuff, and you're just trying to find a place to fit the song into the whole narrative of Red, you kind of understand that yeah,
2: the song's good, but maybe it's just not her voice as much as the other ones are. Yeah, I know. I really just think that it's it would be a good song. It's a good song, but like in other contexts, it would be better. But since this is in the Taylor Swift album context, it's just a little bit less
0: mm. amazing. You know what I the- also feel like? <laughs> Sorry. I also feel like, this is Taylor trying to write pop after writing country for so long. And, you know, uh, we get excited because, and an album full of like super sad stuff going on. We get, we get this. this pop. Yeah. And I just feel like it doesn't have a personal touch. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, I mean, it relates to her other songs. It definitely does. But if Taylor gave this song to someone else, I would not have been like, oh, man, this would be so much better if Taylor sang it right um another thing that kind of did ruin this for me was a video (laughs) that i sent to the group chat that i will again send to rebecca after this episode is over it was "Message in a bottle dubbed over a barbie clip of not a barbie clip the the barbie the performance barbie clip of barbie the princess and the pop star yeah (laughs) and i just couldn't get it out of my head that this sounded like such a barbie song okay i will just point out that that is my favorite barbie movie so it didn't ruin it for me at all because i love the barbie <laughs> no movies. no hate to the barbie movie it's just that because you can do it do like do a barbie song it doesn't it No, doesn't um though. when I, you listen to the songs that are actually in the barbie soundtrack it doesn't sound like that no but then dubbed over it, it like fits. with the high notes
2: it's <laughs> just <is> so funny <laughs> okay let's move on to i bet you think about me which
1: the- Not
0: gonna lie, I only started appreciating this after the music video came out. I was like, wait a second. Wait a second.
1: Well, the music video came out so soon. After. Yeah, no, no, no. that's true. Like- that
0: true. That true. That, that, true. True. that, that true. too.
1: <laughs> I was about to say that too
0: and that's true and it came out as that true. But no, that's right. It did come out so soon after the album. So I didn't really have that much time to like process every single song to the maximum capacity. But I Bet You Think About Me is just so good. It
1: gives so much Mr. Perfectly Fine, so much. No, he does say, she says Mr. Superior Thinking. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels. There's a lot of parallels.
2: And fun fact, my dad likes this song. So
1: automatically it is a (laughs) phenomenal song if
2: my critical dad does like it.
0: I feel like. It gives the vibe of her monologue song on SNL. Yes. At 3 a.m. and I'm still awake. I literally, I bet you're just fine. I bet I literally heard, but I'm not going to talk about About that that in my monologue. monologue. I heard it. I heard it. I swear. It gives monologue song to me. But I also love how the Chris Stapleton feature wasn't overbearing, Um, but it was still there. No, the Chris Stapleton feature was surprisingly something
2: that made me like the song a lot. Just the male right. additive in
0: the song. I just
2: really elevated her voice. I didn't think games. I was going to like it, but I did.
0: You know what it is? It gave the vibe of her earlier albums where she had a male backup backing vocals on basically every song. And, you know, on Fearless Taylor's version, she took that away. And I love it because now she has the vocals to support herself. But it's like a little bit nostalgic. And I feel like that's yeah. why I liked it. Agree. I also would like to point out that, um, in verse three, Taylor makes it sound like she is poor as a child, yeah. no, which yeah. I know is not true. Anyway, that's just a little. No, but I think that comparatively, that's how yeah. she was feeling. Like, she, he was Hollywood. Yeah, and yeah, she, she was, like, it. fine, she wasn't poor. Yeah, but he knew all these rules in Hollywood, and they just threw her in there. And, and like, yeah, wealth is, like, like always comparative, so I Sweet. kind of. Also, I just thought that was interesting. Ties, to begin again, you laughed at my dreams, rolled your eyes at my jokes. Uh, you you never I never thought it was funny. Also,
1: the last thing about at the bottom. Oh my god, like, she's insane. She's insane. She yeah. wrote a song about me. It's it's kind of like Blank Space. I listened to that and I gasped. I'm like,
0: oh my god. <laughs> that's so it's good. giving
1: all the rumors people.
0: Well, that's what Blank Space is about. All the yeah. rumors people are saying, like, oh my god, she's a serial gator. And then she writes songs about them <laughs> and then humiliates them. Mm-hmm. No, Literally. Um, she's mocking that i think this song this song was a very bold song and i think that's why she probably hesitated from putting it on red because she was at a time in her life where you know she was heartbroken and a lot of her label attention. her label already told her like dial it down, it down, it down you have to cut this album down it cannot be 30 songs and this is the result i it was also just really it. bold for the narrative that she was facing at the time the narrative that she was but she was like just this heartbroken little girl who was like writing songs about all her exes and she was like oh she was just seen as someone who was shamed a lot and putting the song out would have just made her seem whiny at that time that's like yeah. the media would have twisted it
2: into a whiny little girl who's <laughs> but it definitely we get to experience it in full now now that that's all over <laughs> Harder to forget than it was to leave. Yeah, I love that line. That line is probably right. My, my personal to trainer liked that line. <laughs> Stop.
0: <laughs> but I was playing it first. She's like,
2: oh, well, wow, that's a good lyric. It turned
0: out I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. I also, when I read that out, I usually say forget. forget. Yes, <laughs> yes, <there's laughs> yes, yes. Something. I was about to, this <laughs> I paused before the forget and she's better than me i she love love i love pronunciation i love the yeehaw territory this song got me excited for debut <laughs> oh i'm so excited for debut and picture to burn, burn Marilyn. i hope she recreates the music video i know she won't but i think it'd be so funny if she's like she let him drive the truck he never <laughs> let me drop the truck
2: <laughs> okay <so laughs> let's move on to forever winter because oh. me and Anusha, the Forever Winter stands here as we should be. <laughs> and, uh, no, I feel like there are in this podcast there are like not that many instances where it's just me and Victoria absolutely passionate about like one song.
0: It usually happens in our Ariana stuff, but it's like absolutely passionate about one song, absolutely tearing Sophia and
2: now Rebecca apart for not liking it. And I this see, is the song I never that said I'm going. Said to I didn't defend. like it. I do have to say, that
1: that not liking it as
2: much. That I was so this song used to be in neutral territory for me until you know just the other day i just got the chorus in my head and i could not let go of it and then it just climbed up and i just <laughs> no, it's really definitely catchy. Cause it. i
1: listened to the vault songs that was the part of the red Taylor's version i listened to when it first came out and that's what st- stuck with me the next morning
0: There are just so many good things to say about this and the first thing that i want to say about this is the reason that i absolutely clung to this song when i listened to it like a few times after definitely not i'm not going to say the first time i listened to it, i was like obsessed with it no a few times after i listened to it i was like oh my god because i was drawing so many parallels and just mentally my brain connecting it so much to this is me trying off of folklore which is my number one off of that album so that is like also another reason that this climbed so high for me because the parallels that I drew between those songs were just like so exciting to me. I think that, first of all, I expected the song to be super sad and depressing. In it a way that she's like, now that you're gone, it's a forever winter. No, it kind of is. It is, but it's super, the, but musically it's,
2: it's not. Musically,
0: it's not. And also the way she's talking about how it's, you know, Forever Winter if you go. But I think I thought it was gonna be more like now that you're gone it's a forever winter because all the memories who left behind or whatever but it just wasn't that's what that was my prediction for forever winter and i i liked the to- the turn it took here and i just feel like I didn't like the line I'll be summer sun for you forever and then Whoa. for it to say forever winter if you go. I, I don't I like can the forever, see that. Forever. Like I can get behind that. Other than that, I mean I have nothing bad to say about it. I this song. really liked that line. I thought it was just so cleverly put. Clever. I'll be summer sun for you forever, forever winter if you go. I just love that line How so was the cover. No, I feel you know, like I, I feel it like
2: it could go both ways. Like you can go both ways on that lyric you know you just happen to be on different sides of that all rebecca right. forever winter Thoughts.
1: i liked it <laughs> yeah, i like i like it but it's just i like some of the other songs better and that's what you guys have told me when i'm better some, than some of me? your other rankings you guys have said oh i like all of the songs but this one just edges it out you
0: like all the right. other songs better mm-hmm. anyways let's run to the next track Run, a cheer in puns It's giving anyway, it's really not, though. No, it's not. (laughs) Okay,
2: okay, so this is an Ed Sheeran feature after everything has changed. Already featured Ed Sheeran, and it's definitely a different vibe. It's not the same song, double Ed, baby. Ed squared, Ed squared. New album, next album. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Anyway, no, this song is just it's it's really good and i guess like again i'm saying the same thing as rebecca i just couldn't put it any higher than it was in my rankings the other songs were just okay well rebecca is the
2: one who has it the lowest so
1: no i I have for this song is i like ed sheeran Mm. (laughs) Um, i like his feature but it just didn't stick as much no that's i that's
2: fair
0: that's fair i think i have it highest right Mm. Me and you have it the same. Okay. um, What I have to say about Run is that the chorus is an Ed song. Right? No, but the verses are tailored. Darling. <laughs> the use of the word darling. I love the word darling. No, and, so do and, I, yeah, but that's, that's such why an Ed thing. It is. And run. Like, you'd run from the law. All the way he says run, like run from it all and it just keeps going just saying that they're running and And then no the specific
2: combination of notes is such an ed song
0: also the the ooze are the The everything about the song is just an ed song but but the verses and the bridge are tailored in a way the way she structured them or the the bridge gives a little bit like slightly gives um run gives okay the bridge gives i don't want to live forever featuring zane because of the the trade off in the bridge, not really, not at we all. We struggled. We <laughs> sh- we struggle. struggled so much to get to that. Yes, it's in Taylor and <laughs> Yeah, we but that was that not a life changing revelation. <laughs> no, but it gives because it it keeps trading off between Taylor and Ed. <laughs> That's what sometimes people do in a yep, duet. In a duet, specifically the way she did it was that the
2: parentheses is like Ed. <laughs> you okay. Know? I do have to say that the song grew on me like I in, in the
1: beginning i was like
2: okay yeah but then i listened to it more and was it like, got better yeah, i song.
1: guess i need more time with it yes <laughs> i
2: think you should listen to it more rebecca
1: so
0: now we're gonna move on to the last vault track the very first night all right so rebecca and i have it the highest at number two and they have it lower at uh
2: 6 and 7. 6 and 7. What? So, it's a little bit of a I feel seven. like but the thing is this is basically the trade-off for Forever Winter. So, Yeah, I would like flip it. So,
0: I think that the very first night gives Pop Taylor more than Message in a Bottle.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really fun song even though the message is more like, "Oh, I miss you so much."
2: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like more like Also. Oh yeah Polaroid. Missing.
0: polaroids are taylor taylor are polar polaroids polaroids are taylor taylor are <laughs> she, because okay first of all the 1989 album cover yes out of the woods all that is those nice little they took a polaroid of us and the, they don't know how much i miss you it also gives a little bit ours like they they don't know about us mm-hmm. but not they don't know about us about one direction because it does not have an excessive use of the word girl Girl, (laughs) I love this song, and I think the chorus does what Message in a Bottle could not. This Um, is true. Like, I wish I the fly, the fly, and Mm -hmm. um, you know, love oh, what of in Message in a Bottle because it feels very, it seems much more personal, um, because it has references specific instances and. It references other songs a little bit. I drive down different roads, but they all lead back to you, like the last time, and Tis the damn Season, but that comes much later. But I just love Tis the damn Season, so everything about that just, you know.
2: Uh, basically, all me. I have to say yeah. for this is, just like you guys said, for Forever Winter, you season didn't click as much for me.
1: Okay, that's fair, but... The feel kind of feels like Starlight to me. I oh, love Starlight. Yeah, yeah. No, that's starlight. a good
2: point.
0: I love it so so much.
2: That's um, the one
1: song we just did. Talk it's about. the one
0: song we didn't talk about in our Red episode because there's, there's so many, so many songs. Many. Anyways, <laughs> Taylor baby, I, I Taylor babe. Yes, just know we have love. We have love for the very first night. We have love for Starlight. We have love for all the Vault tracks and every song on Red. And speaking of that, if you haven't already, definitely go listen to our full episode on Red. If you want to see Rebecca in more of our episodes, send us uh, an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, send us two pairs of twin dancing emojis because that's four of us. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, no. If you like genuinely liked these kinds of bonus episodes and you want us to do more of these, send us a message. You can reach out to us on our socials. Our Instagram is at the Speaking of Music Podcast. Our TikTok is at Speaking of Music Podcast. So if you really want to see Rebecca, just wait until Taylor releases "Speak Now" because
2: we <laughs> bring we're, Rebecca back we're, we're to
0: "Speak Now," to "Speak Now" on "Speak the Now." <laughs> yes. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.